Welcome to Comp Day with Dre. Thank you for clocking in, everyone. We're so happy. I'm very excited about this episode. This is the entrepreneurship being your own boss episode because, you know, we like to be bosses out here. So I'm very, very excited about this episode. And I want to, you know, put out the employee of the day as usual. And my, I'm very, very happy to announce this person. Her name is Iman Ubu. Um, spelled I-M-A-N-O-U-B-O-U. And Iman is, um, she, many people know her as being Miss New York. However, she is much more than her beauty. She actually is a bioengineer. And she is the, the founder of an entrepreneur of Sway Media, spelled S-W-A-A-Y Media. Um, Iman grew up as a Moroccan Muslim woman, and she came to the States and learned English 10 years ago and really has been coming strong and killing it in these streets. And she's brilliant. She's smart, and she works very hard. And even one of her own inspirations is... Um, is Oh, man, I'm going to forget this one. <laughs> I know. Oh, Jessica Alba. And Jessica Alba is also a woman of color who is an entrepreneur as well. Many people know her as an actress, but she is also an entrepreneur of a, a line of a company that helps new parents with their newborns and having very safe products for newborns because a ton of products are not safe or environmentally friendly. So... Iman really took that inspiration, showed folks she was started as a bioengineer. She wanted something different, became Miss New York, came out in the pageant game, killing it hard. And then she was like, I want to do something more. So Sway Media actually supports women entrepreneurs because she learned in her journey that women are encouraged to be their own bosses and they don't get so it's an online platform designed to support women entrepreneurs and leaders and linking them and giving them easy ways to promote themselves and to learn and to just build and just whatever they need to be the best bosses they can be so she believes women are the future and i believe so as well (laughs) so when we talk about um women ownership in general too um currently in statistics i got this from kaufman foundation 80.2 percent are white and 64.5 percent are men and that was in around a study done in 2012 so in this study also from fortune in 2015 30 percent of business owners are women and the fastest growing um, div- um, ethnic group that is actually um, becoming business owners from 1997 to 2015 are black women. And as black women are the fastest growing group to become entrepreneurs, they also make up 97.5% um, of black o- black owned women businesses do not have employees they have to do it themselves and that really does affect a lot of things so black women out here really killing it out here and doing a lot of it by themselves so i'm very very proud to have a strong black woman a beautiful smart intelligent black woman in my life and when i created this podcast i thought for it came straight to mind to have my auntie (laughs) um lisa brooks on here um 
I'm going to let um, Lisa kind of introduce herself and the kind of entrepreneur she actually is. Hello, hello, hello. So happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I am the owner of Events by Mona Lisa. It's a full service event planning company. Um, I do everything from weddings to social events, nonprofit, corporate, everything in between, um, from planning to, from conception, excuse me, to planning and execution. I do a little bit of everything. So very excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time out. I know you're very, very busy, you know, being out here, being booked all the time. You know. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very, and I've actually worked at one of, um, I call, I'm going to call her Aunt Lisa because, you know, you know how black people do. We got yeah. aunties, we got uncles Auntie. out here. But Auntie, <laughs> Aunt Lisa, had. I worked at one of her events and she really, it's, it's spectacular to see her. Thank I you. work partially in the event industry. Mm-hmm. So to see that from her side is amazing like i was like whoa and he was awesome like oh, she's, my, she's being my so right generous. hand now it's always great to have <laughs> someone who knows what they're doing and i'm not a micromanager so the fact that you could get it done and if you needed me you let me know but you were on it so i still i'll i'll, I'll be calling you soon <laughs> if you need me let me know my schedule's a lot easier well they have me doing events too at this job this new job my my schedule's a lot bit more flexible nice. um but talking about so let's give the um the audience about how we knew each other i do that pretty every episode so you've known me all of my life all so i'm life. gonna let you <laughs> tell the folks how you know me so our moms are best friends i think they met in nursing so during nursing and i met andre as a premature baby <laughs> literally he was the size the palm of my hand so there's obviously two of them they're twins he has a brother a twin brother and another brother but literally Andre was like my baby that he's you know you always take to one and Andre was my baby and I'm just <laughs> like so proud to see you know how much you've grown into the person that you are and you're finding your way and even having something like this I'm inspired like I could, I could cry because <laughs> I am inspired. I think it's awesome. So it even lets me know that even dreams that I have to keep pursuing them. So I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> my first memories, my earliest memories, is what Aunt Lisa. That's my opinion. watching me taking care of me. Yeah, yes. she she really took care of me. So well, look um, at you yeah. today. You lived. And you I survived. Look- That's the hardest thing for a parent. Like, not killing your child. <laughs> That's the goal of every parent. Just, like, just let them live. <laughs> and your mom and dad did an amazing job with you and your brother. Well, thank you. You're well, welcome. they had a lot of great support, so thank you. You're so welcome. And I'm Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, but um, so talking about we're going to lead more into the ownership piece of how you do what you do because it's not mm-hmm. easy. So, like, many folks who – take that transition into entrepreneurship because I don't think any, most people don't wake up and say, I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to own, it, it's not something, especially in communities of color, right. it's not something we a lot of times have the privilege to have or even if we do have that privilege, we mm-hmm. don't have the visibility in our communities to right. see that even though we've had entrepreneurs all of our lives, oh, yeah. they're just not seen in a formal way as entrepreneurs right. and I believe in, it's very, we have a very entrepreneurial culture. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both, you know, black folk right. and um, also so West Indian folk, we have mm-hmm. a very entrepreneurial um, culture and African-Americans in the United right. States. So um, tell me, what was, describe kind of what led you from working for other people right. to working for yourself. Okay. 
So I was um, working for a job that I particularly didn't care for. I don't. I feel like it stifled my growth. I wasn't happy. So same story as a lot of people, not happy about waking up every day. So grateful, you know, that God allowed you to see another day, but not happy about where you're going and what you're doing with your life. And it went on for so long. So I was obviously, you know, looking for new opportunities, and a lot of them fell flat. So... At the time that I transitioned into my own, it like you said, sometimes it's not like you wake up saying, this is what I want to do. I thought partially the, not the events business, but more so weddings wasn't my thing. But sometimes it's just your job that, you know, being somewhere that you're not happy with what you're doing kind of gives you maybe a negative outlook about perhaps the industry, or maybe you don't think you have what it takes because it seems so hard. Um, so... Literally, it's one of those stories. You read it all the time of people saying, you know, being let go from my job was like the best thing that ever happened. So for me, I decided to start my business literally a week before I got let go from my job. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know if we like ever had <laughs> I don't think we know we did not. Yes. <laughs> not in that timeline. I did not know that. Literally, it was a week before. So it was a client who decided not to book with my old company. So the old company that I worked for was an events planning company. Also, they did catering as well. So even though this client loved me, she just went with another catering company that she may have liked their food a little bit better. But she called me and she said, you know, I know we spoke many months ago, but, you know, you've been on my mind. You're amazing. Is there any way that we could work together? And I'm like, well, my, you know, company doesn't allow freelancing outside of the business. You either book us all or... That's kind of it. And so basically, she's like, well, think about it. You know, let me know. <laughs> and I thought long and hard. And I'm just like, you know, a lot of times you're scared or you feel that you don't have what it takes to, you know, make something for yourself and be your own boss. But I made the decision to just say yes to life and literally gave her the yes. Um, and the same day, I think being inspired, someone who had asked me to do her sister's wedding, a friend, about like a year ago, a year prior to that, I called her and I'm like, is your sister still looking for someone? So let's do it. So it kind of was like inspired in that moment. And needless to say, a week later, I got let go from my job. Oh, wow. So I'm just saying it's perfect timing of- Look at God. Look at God. <laughs> but honestly, so, you know, sometimes you have this idea of what your exit strategy is going to be, or sometimes you're going to stick it to the man, you know, when you've been done wrong. But sometimes like God rescues, rescues you from your situation. And you also get unemployment at the end of the day. <laughs> That's right. Two <laughs> so checks. It helps you, you know, it helped to transition me in that sense. But literally it it was the moment that was meant to happen when it happened. So that literally is how it was birthed <laughs> in, that, <laughs> in that moment unexpectedly. Mm, okay. So it's a different, yeah. <laughs> different so, story. Very unexpected for you. Absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't wake up and say, this is what I'm going to do. I didn't even decide that day when I woke up that this is the journey I was going to be on, but, you know, God has other plans. <laughs> <laughs> so as a, w a woman of color, especially okay. a black woman business owner, um, and what would you say were your sources of inspiration? Because if uh, dominantly white men are make up a ton of the entrepreneurship community, right. um, who were your sources of inspiration? Were they Were they black women? Were they women of color? Were they... Even white women, even right. men of different um, races, who who 
or what were your sources of inspiration? Right. Well, I would say, funny enough, even though, you know, there are definitely male event planners and event producers, it happened to be a male for me. So Preston Bailey, he mm. is a legend in this business. Um, he's probably, you know, like maybe middle age at this point in time, but still doing it, still amazing. But I knew of him from many, many, many years ago. And he's of Caribbean descent. He's, you know, just awesome. So this is someone in my mind from the beginning. It's like, even though he does, you know, floral work and planning, he does these amazing creations, international, you know, domestic, everything. But he was my original inspiration. So just like any person, you know, of dreaming of something, I always had a knack for events. And he was someone that I always looked to. And funny enough, I met him last year. Oh, wow. And he loved me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, look at that. You just so it was a full circle. It was a Yeah, it was a full circle moment. And he fell in love with me and, you know, asked for my information. So it's just, it's amazing how life can, you can have those full circle moments when it's meant to be. And that's, that's life, you know? It really is. <laughs> I hope that too. Maybe put that out there, this energy. Yeah. Mm, Melody Hobson, Chelsea Handler, there Rihanna. You go. Rihanna. One of the three. <laughs> call it, claim it, it's yours. Ask, believe, receive. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as as a black woman starting your own business, did you feel supported when you started this journey? And if like whether it was social encouragement, right. whether it was um, investors, mm-hmm. whether it was um, getting business or referrals, or just the confidence being trusted in you, like, right. did you feel like you received that support? And if you did not, well, who were the folks that did support you and who were the folks that didn't? And mm-hmm. kind of give, like, why? Was it because you're a woman? Was it because you're a black woman? Right. Or was it just in general that people are like, oh, you're young? Like, t- you know. Right. Um, I I felt supported. It's, it's just amazing how things happen. So... I'm a very private person, you know, just to begin with. So funny, I'm on a podcast. (laughs) But literally, it's just like after a while, the the privacy you realize in this nature, you do have to open up and to get business in this industry. It does come from referrals. It does come from sharing. This is what I do. You know, do you have someone in mind? So I definitely felt supported when I did proclaim, yes, I'm out here. I'm doing it. I'm getting it done. Um, even, you know, on social sides, because I'm, I initially I had like a, you know, an Instagram, a social page, you know, years ago, let that go and kind of just focused on loving the people in my life that I knew, you know, because it's just a different energy. But being back online, yes, you know, it's it's nice to have other people who is a lot of times the people that you don't even know, like you see online that support you more than even the people that you do know, mm. which is so crazy. Or how a lot of times we'll save our money, give our money to whatever. But sometimes when you're asking, you know, whether it's for help or whatever point in your life that you're at, it's kind of harder a lot of times when the people that are in your immediate circle. But I do feel supported. I have a great, you know, team of friends and family around me that do support the vision. And honestly, you have to ask for what you need a lot of the time. You know, a closed mouth never gets fed. So if you, you know need help you need help if you need referrals it just takes the smallest thing so the event that we worked on I remember when I formally announced it on Facebook it was someone that I met um, at a breast cancer event like a walk that I did for a friend a couple years ago or years at that time and she saw that I'd started my business and she's just like oh my gosh I'm planning my you know 40th birthday and I would love for you to be a part of that so again 
there are people a lot of times who are willing to support, but I feel like we it, it's like a dual kind of thing. Mm, okay. We can't, you know, want support from our home behind a closed door or not sharing. You can't try to be in a relationship if you're just home and no one knows you exist. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's the same thing. But I, I I feel, you know, very grateful and very fortunate. But, you know, there are times or different people in your life that maybe you expected, you know, to be there in a greater way that that haven't been. But it all balances out. Hmm. Yeah, it all balances out. And what is one thing you wish you knew prior to embarking on Owning your own business, Got doing it. events. By <laughs> um, I would say what I'm learning. So I'm going. I just kind of went into year two, which is amazing, and that you know I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. <laughs> we got to know two years, twenty four months is hard. You know, it really is, and that's the thing. Um, because it's not like I woke up and say planned for this journey. I didn't. I was thrust into it. Think about it. I mean, with you know transitioning out of my job. And some people start a business while they have a job, and some people do leave their jobs and begin something. So I would say the challenging thing, excuse me, is that it takes time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, you know, you you go through things personally because it is such a personal journey of people don't see, you know, everyone sees sometimes pictures and everything looks great and it's so exciting, but it's hard. It's hard because I'm one person and it's not like I have a partner. So some of my friends who are in the industry may have a husband or may have like a wife. So it's it's a different kind of counterbalance, but it's a lot when it's just you on yourself. You know, it, it's it's a burden. So it does take time to grow your business, even though I think I hit the ground running and it was like amazing. There are times just like the restaurant industry or different uh, jobs that people have where some seasons are high, some seasons are low. And that's for us. There's like wedding season that's, you know, in the spring and then in the fall. It typically like dies a little in the summer. It dies in the winter. So you better save those coins. <laughs> so okay. that's, you know, that's like the challenging thing. It does take time. But once I have shared that with other, you know, planners are just like, honey, you're doing great. But it does take time. So reaffirming that from someone else who's maybe been in the industry a little bit longer and is doing the same thing entrepreneur to entrepreneur, I know that, okay, I'm not alone. I don't suck. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> but all it takes is one thing to just catapult you into, you know, the 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 the, the career or the, the job of your dreams. And so I say be grateful, be patient along the way because it's coming. It's always coming. <laughs> That's good. Coming. Yeah. Patience. Okay. Patience is a virtue. So what would you share with folks that are thinking about going into business owning? Like what are three pieces of advice that you would share? Three proverbs from Aunt Lisa oh, that you would give <laughs> to someone that's like considering it right. or just starting and they're just like they're afraid they don't know and we hope folks that are listening um mm. i hope we hope this sow some seeds into them but what would you share three things um i would say let's say as one i, th I think being passionate about what you're doing you know always remember your why and that's you know for so many things in life i think when you you know there are there are trials and tribulations of any you know thing that you're doing so whether it's entrepreneurship whether it's you know 
raising a child, there's there's high times and low times, but always remember your why, why you started, why you do what you do, or what's the, the common goal at the end of the day. So for me, I work with people. I have a background in psychology. I have a degree in psychology, not just a background, but, <laughs> you know, so I understand people and I understand the work that I do, how, you know, how much my work really affects other people's lives and taking them through whether it's a, such a momentous occasion, excuse me, as getting married or, you know, something for like a nonprofit <clears throat> where you're, you know, promoting a cause. So I always say, remember your why. And I think when you do have those hard times, you can always go back to why you started. What's the goal? Um, money is always, you know, something that we need to live on, but passion and that will take you further. That will really take you further. So that's one. Well, let me think number two. <laughs> number two, I would say, um, I think do your research on, you know, the kind of like, I mean, entrepreneurship, obviously everyone, whether it's having a dream, whether it's been done before, but I would say do your research, see what's already out there, but also realize, you know, what you can bring to the table. There's no one like you. So even though there's so many people in the events industry, trust me, I know, you know, I, I follow <laughs> a lot of different people online and I'm inspired by so many people, but guess what? There's only one person like you. So be aware, you know, of obviously trends on the market and, you know, maybe who else is doing what you're doing or looking to do. But at the same time, realize that there's a car field that's just for you. Um, and it's so it's so important to, I'd say, just celebrate yourself even and have fun. Have fun. So whether I'm on two or whether I'm on three, I would say, you know, have fun and enjoy the process. I think life is so short to you know, spend time at a job or in a place in your life that you're so unhappy with. Um, I would say this honestly, not to say I never get sick, but I've just been happier and healthier, honest to God, since being on my own. And even though it's harder, maybe, you know, my numbers, I don't bring in the same thing I did at this point in time that I did when I was working. But positively, I am just in a clear space. I'm very in tune with who I am. Um, I'm just in a, in a, in a really great space. So I would say have fun along the way because listen, <laughs> you can't, you know, take the money with you. You have to enjoy life, you know, while you're here. So I don't know if I dropped two, three, four, seven. You did. You okay. Just, you just let it rain out here. Was it okay? I love it. Was it okay? Well, did, did I give a little juice? <laughs> yes, you did. Okay. And because I know you because you're my auntie, I was like, I'm going to have some surprise questions for you. Okay. I don't do surprise questions usually, but I was like, I know. Surprise. I'll make sure they're good. I'll make sure they're good. We'll edit it out just in case you don't like it. Okay. But <laughs> um, as an entrepreneur, um, mm-hmm. what... What would you share to other entrepreneurs are um, tools that you've used, whether they're networks for entrepreneurs or mm-hmm. like um, like tech, techno- technological tools that mm-hmm. are that are made for entrepreneurs? Like what are some of the things that helped you or you've seen helped others in your community? And how are some ways that entrepreneurs um, make community that has been supportive for you? Right. I'm not part of a group. So there is something for, let's say, you know, as far as people of color, there's um, a group called like Munaluchi. Mm-hmm. And so basically they're a base that kind of has, I think, all African-American or like Caribbean, you know, the, our descent of entrepreneurs who are doing their things. So whether it's 
planners, whether you're a florist. So that is an area that I haven't tapped into as of yet, um, but that is available. I think sometimes, you know, really just getting out there and when you meet one person and you do, I, I always say like in this business, like never burn a bridge, which is, you know, super important, but be great and gracious to everyone. So online, I would say social media has been like a great marketing tool um, for me as far as like networking. I'm not part of a club (laughs) because there are those out there you know that people go to I think when I first got into events I've been in the industry about like 13 14 years and have been involved in different facets I have been you know part of different organizations along the way and I'm sure they're they're helpful but I think in this industry at times I mean everything all that's not needed I always believe in mentors I believe in all that stuff but sometimes it's a beneficial tool and sometimes it's not I, I would say do it what works best for you okay. for me I don't like to be pigeonholed in anything I like to um, work with all types of clients you know I don't kind of just want one prototype of a client because I can do anything um, so there are so many different organizations out there I would say avail yourself to those um, because every every market is different Um, But I do know that there is a community that if I wanted to, you know, if I took the time, it's all about timing of taking that time, getting to know it, really getting invested, because there are some great tools. You'll meet some really, really awesome people. Collaborations are incredible. So like what I did yesterday, it's someone that I um, worked with before, Um, not directly. I worked with his band and he loved, you know, we just like chatted on the phone and you know, just really, really connected. And he's like, I'm doing a production shoot. I want you on it, you know? Oh, wow. And we had so many, like, African-American vendors and, you know, just people of color that I even contracted, that I brought in. So literally each one to each one. So even if you're not part of a network, you can be your own network. And the people that I even met yesterday, I was so excited to work with a lot of them. And from there, I'm like, why don't we do our own styled shoot, you know? So... Build your own if you don't want to be part of anything. It's Look okay. At <laughs> Look at that. What would you say in this journey you've been through, this mm-hmm. two-plus-year journey, mm-hmm. what, is, what is the main thing you learned about yourself that you didn't know? Wow. So I think, mm, what would I say? I'd say resiliency. I mean, I think I've learned that over time that I do have it. I mean, I've enjoyed events you know I've, I've wanted to be part of like the nonprofit sector because I do believe in like helping people so maybe even doing events for like a nonprofit that's been like one of my dreams that clearly that's not the door <laughs> for me today who but knows we'll try we're gonna make, we're gonna we're gonna put it out there but you know we're what gonna, we're gonna maybe it. that's not because you know what I don't want to be behind a desk 24 <laughs> 7 you know so there's just different yeah. things that I'm just like are so not me anyway so maybe I'm just meant to be a free bird and just like out in this field but Back to, you know, resiliency. So I've always been resilient, but you really realize how thick your skin has to be. I think you learn lessons or I've learned lessons each and every day. So I think you get you stand on a mountain of no's for one yes. You know, literally, literally, because you'll send proposals out or I'll send, I say you, but I'll send proposals out. And a lot of times you won't hear back from people. Some people have a hard time just saying, sorry, I like you, but maybe financially I'm not, you know, here. Just is not a good fit. But I think, I mean, two years later, I'm, I'm still at it. A lot of people literally will go back to a nine to five, which is totally fine if that's what's best for you. I know that's an option, you know, if I ever needed to. But 
I'm sticking with it because I believe in myself. So I think if anything, I know what I'm made of. Um, like you mentioned at the very top that I don't have employees. I do, you know, hire out and I do have, you know, some people that will work for me if I do need an assistant. But like on a day to day, it's just me. So I realize how strong I am. I realize that, you know, I was built to last and I'm going to make it. You know, and I've already made it. Sometimes it's, you know, this level of success that we think of making it sometimes is being published. That's awesome. You know, I've been published in different, you know, respects out there, but that's that's not enough for me. Intrinsic, you know, happiness and knowing that I'm living my best life as God intended, that's important to me. That is success for me. So I've maybe even redefined, you know, what success is. It's not... You know, this this great, you know, recognition on the top of the hill. It's more so saying I was given a job. I did it to the best of my ability. I have affected people's lives. And I feel freaking good about that. Mm, okay. <laughs> I really do. I hope you affect some more lives. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and what would you say is on the on the horizons for um events by ML, Mona mm-hmm. Lisa, or um, for you as a brand, because it seems right. like your brand is growing at a rapid yeah. speed. Like, what's on the horizons or what's out there on the wish list or things you're pushing out? Okay, so my thought for, not even a thought, but my goal is just, like, you know, to to expand, you know, what's within my reach. So, yes, I do planning, and yes, I do all different facets. So, you know, I do weddings from, or even events from the very begin to com- the beginning, excuse me, to completion. But design is something that I wanted to do more of. So, case in point, I said it. I remember this was like earlier this year, and it was like a week later that the client that I worked with yesterday reached out to me. So, even though he knew I was a planner, he didn't know okay what I can do design wise. A lot of times, I don't have all the answers, but I do have a creative mind, and. Even though I'm not a person who's going to like, you know, with your child one day, like put together like arts and crafts project together. (laughs) I do have a vision. I do know how to sketch well, you know. And so literally to see something that was in your head or if someone gives you an idea, I'm very visual. And you just say, okay, I want something futuristic. I want to, you know, push the limits. I mean, it's amazing to see what you can do when you put your mind to something. So design is something that I really want to get more into. It's also, even with events, there's like an umbrella. It's not just planning. Some people just do production. Some people do entertainment. Some people do, you know, producing. There's so many different umbrellas. And I kind of want to grow and stretch in different ways. And the goal of yesterday and other things like that is to really just be branded in a different kind of way. So not just the cliche, oh, I'm just an event planner, because I'm more than that. You know, I'm a badass woman. <laughs> That's right. That is right. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, perfect. Well, I want to thank you for thank you. going on this journey with me and for continuing to be a mentor and a teacher to me and my auntie oh, from day one. You. And you've been amazing. And I'm, I just love seeing the growth you've made with your Thank business, you. the growth you've made as a person and to see this light shine Thank that you. other people now get to be, you know, healed with. So That's please awesome. keep doing you. And you. for our guests, um, could you, you want to tell them where they can find you? Sure. So my company name is events by Mona Lisa. And so online on Instagram, it's at 
Events by ML, just because the name is too long. <laughs> so you got to cut it. But Events by ML. So you can check out all of that. You've heard all the proverbs from Lisa Brooks. And thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to clock out now. Bye. Bye.